Good morning, International Christian Fellowship Online Campus and all of those that call ICF Rome your family of faith, or maybe you're just joining us today for the very first time. My name is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale, and I want to say welcome to you. If you're new to the city of Rome, I want you to feel that you are a part of the family of faith here at ICF Rome. If you're looking and watching and joining the service online, I want to say thank you for participating. Thank you for investing in your own life that your faith will grow, that you have opportunity to worship Jesus. So I invite you to lean into today's service. I want you to know that we pray over every service. I believe this year we are to be the living proof, the evidence that God is at work in each of us. I also believe that Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the living, loving proof for your life, for your miracles. So today, as you worship, ask the Lord to hear your worship, receive your worship. As you hear the ministry of the word, lean in and say to the Lord, how do you want to change my thinking? How do you want to increase my faith? How do you want to form my spiritual walk so that I can walk in victory? I'm so happy you're a part of this service today. I want you to celebrate with the worship and I want you to grow in the word of God. Enjoy today's service. Amen. We have a lot to cover today. And so, they, oh, you, come on, you can do better than that. I thank God. Amen. I praise God for everything. Don't go far, Rocco. <laughs> uh, wow, it is so good to be together. Amen. It's so good to see some of you that are back and some of you that are rejoining us. And um, yesterday, this place was filled with people practicing and preparing in worship and dance for Inspire every generation, because every generation matters. And so today, I am so thankful that my dear friend, Pastor Laura Lee from North Carolina is with us. And I asked Pastor Laura just to come, take this microphone right here. Laura, we're like besties and sisters and all that good stuff. Yes, um, family. Yeah, yeah, family. <laughs> Friends and family. Um, I told her if we do Inspire next year, which we are in April yes. next year, yes. uh, she has to be here. So, um, yes. But just tell us why you're investing in the ministry here in Italy and this week. Well, of course, because we have partnered and loved Pastor Rick and Pastor Jen all the last almost nine years um, uh, here at ICF. It's just been a joy to be able to see the continued fruit in your lives, in their ministry, in and what God is doing here in Rome. And so whenever uh, Inspire was invited and Pastor Jen said, let's, let's do Inspire Italy, it was um, very easy to go, yes, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of bringing um, Inspire Italy here to Rome because of this reason. Mm -hmm. It's about the next girl. Yep. 
It is about the next woman, the next young girl, the next teenager who needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so to be able to be here, our global team will be coming in in just a couple of days. We have two, uh, almost 42 women coming in from the states that are going to be a part of serving here um, uh, for the week of the weekend of Inspire. And so I want to encourage you, ICF, it is a joy and a privilege because I feel like I'm coming home whenever I come to ICF Rome uh, over the course of the last uh, almost 10 years now. But um, I want you to consider, ladies, if you have not already signed up, we want you to be a part. I don't want you to miss what God is going to do. Even this morning as I was praying, I was saying, Lord, come, a holy visitation. Yes. Allow this to be, be the beginnings yes. of revival here yes. in yes. Rome yes. Um, within um, the women of Rome. And so I encourage you to sign up, register, bring your daughters. We have something for everyone. It is truly all generational. So so it's a joy to help host the first Inspire Italy alongside of Pastor Jen um, and our global team. But it's also a joy to serve alongside of you as you serve the women of Rome. Amen. Thank you so much, Laura. Awesome. So I have lots of things I want to remind you about. Thank you, because this goes with that. There's all these links. Everybody say links. I want you to see the links, right? So, Prince, would you stand up and just wave at everybody, please? Prince helps us with our Christian education. So this is what I love about when we do ministry here. Christian education will be happening after first service over in the prayer room. Thank you, Prince. Can we just thank? And all of you that have been participating, these are ways that we can say to anyone who comes to know Jesus in a deeper, closer way, hey, we want you to grow in the Lord. We want you to connect, to grow, serve, lead, because we don't do life alone, and we don't do it just for ourselves. Amen? And so Christian Ed happens today, right after first service, over in the prayer room, and I want you to be a part of that. Education is important. Amen? Knowing God's Word is important. Amen? And uh, knowing it for the next generation is important. Amen? Come on, y'all got to do better than that. Amen? Somebody told you when you were younger, even if you were two days younger, somebody told you, right? So Rocco, come up here. I want you to greet. Next week, I want you to know that we're going to have a lot of people in the house. So today, this is my grandson, my firstborn grandson, Rocco Pasquale Paletta. Come right up here. <laughs> and I wanted Rocco. Next Sunday will be his last Sunday with us. And he'll be going back, actually flying back with Pastor Laura. And so um, I wanted him to greet you today. Rocco, what is something that you have grown and learned while you've been here these last two and a half months? Well, I learned how to take better notes during school with <laughs> Bose, my professor. <laughs> um, I also learned about the Ferrari courage and excellence. Why does that matter? Why do we need courage to do life? Because you need courage to do tough things and you have to do those tough things with excellence yes amen i'm so glad and is there anything else you've really loved about being here <laughs> i loved being here with y'all and my Gigi. yeah <laughs> thank you thank you rocco good you see how we practice that thank you such a good grandson <laughs> uh 
I said it over there in the prayer room, but I, I want you to get it because this is the joy of seed sowing. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand or for Rocco to turn around and look, but I know there is a lot of people in this room and online who have joined me in praying for Rocco, who have joined me in praying for my family at different times. He's here. He made A's and B's, probably made more A's with Bo's than he did with me, but um, he made really stellar marks on his online schooling, and uh, I'm just so thankful that God has had him here for a reason and for a season, and uh, many of you know his sister, Giovanna, that was here in the summer. God really moved in her life, and she even sent us a message like, I know y'all are having a lot of fun, right? Like, I'm not there. And then I heard them saying to him last night, when are you coming back? We really miss you. And I was like, you can't go yet. But um, this is what we do when we sow seed. Amen? Some of us are sowing seed in our coworkers, in our colleagues. Like Rocco said, it's going to take courage and excellence to do some of these things, even this week, with all the moving parts. Thank the Lord we don't have to do it by ourselves. I do want to give some very um, strong shout-out. I will do it next Sunday as well. Um, but Helen has been my right hand on, on the ground, Rome coordinator. Helen, will you please stand? Just wave at everybody. I just want you to know I couldn't do it without you. You have handled everything with grace and joy and excellence and perseverance. When emails weren't answered, she just kept emailing. And this past week, we went, I think it was on Friday, to the hotel. And as we were sitting in that hotel and people were moving around, and, you know, I was just thinking, these people are going to know about Jesus in a way they didn't know about Jesus before. They've had other conventions where people put demands on them and say, I need this, but they're going to see something different in us. So today, I want to talk to you about aligning our agenda as loving proof. And I want you to know that no matter how old you are, from the girls to the, to the grandmas, I want you to be at Inspire Italy at the Hotel Christopher Colombo on Friday. It starts at 10 a.m. On Saturday, it starts at 10 a.m. Everybody say 10 a.m. It finishes around 5 o'clock p.m., so you have time to go to dinner, do all those things you want to do. It's at the hotel where all those flags are. Easy parking. If you drive, you can pull in or you can pull to the right and go behind and park. You can easily take the bus. What was it? Bus 791? 791 to the palace board and walk down. It's very easy. I want you to be there so much that if you have not registered, I talked to Pastor Melinda who has envisioned how we inspire each other to walk with Jesus. And she said, we want people to invest in their future, in their destiny. So I'm asking you, if you have one euro, if you have five euro, if you have 10 euro, I want you to invest in your future, but I will cover whatever you can't cover. Okay, so after service, I want you to go to the Welcome Center. Salome, I don't know if she's in the office. I don't see her right this minute, but Salome will be back there. Helen will be back there for a few minutes. I want you to register, okay? I want you to bring a friend to inspire because it's not just for us. Yeah. Amen? Today, I'm talking about aligning our agenda. This service is online, and I'm so glad our online family is with us. 
And Wednesday, we're going to have prayer online. We're going to have the volunteer pre-party here. If you're like, what's a pre-party and how can I do it? Volunteer. Say, I'll be there Friday. I'll be there Thursday. They'll be there all day Thursday setting up. They'll be here Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday setting up. We don't have to do very much except just partner with. But I want you to know, we have people who are going to pray over just one row in the convention center. We have people who are just going to be the greeters in the boutique. We have people coming from all over because they want someone to know, if you thought you were going to give up hope, don't. Because God wants to do it like we sang this morning, again and again and again. And so, please, I want you to be there. I'm going to do everything I can to get you there. So don't let money be the reason why you're not there. But I want you to invest. I want it to be valuable enough to you that you say, I can't, like we've heard testimony before, maybe you don't have euro, but you have time. Bo's mentioned all aspects of our giving to the Lord. So you say, maybe I don't have giving to give, but I can give my time on Wednesday morning or Wednesday at 8 o'clock when we're putting the sanctuary back together for Sunday. You can tithe your time. You can give your time. You can do something to invest in what's going to happen this week. You know, as we do Living Proof this year, and this is our theme, and this month it's Loving Proof, Jehovah Nisi. I'm going to say it over and over that throughout this year, I want us to focus on God's proof. So this month it's Jehovah Nisi, his banner over me is love. And our proof, what do we have to do to be that living proof that God is at work in our lives? I'm going to ask you to do something with me right now. Even if you're online, I want you to stand all over this room. Would you stand with me? I want you, if you feel comfortable, and even if you feel a little bit uncomfortable, because this is our vessel. The Bible says this is our vessel. I'm going to ask you to open up your vessel to the Lord right now. Will you just say, Father, I invite you to move on my heart. I'm not asking for my agenda. Father, we want your will. We want your way. We want your word at work in our lives, living and active in our lives. So, Father, I pray that every heart that's open, every hand that's lifted, you would pour into them today the proof of your love, the proof of your plan, and the power of your purposes at work. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Everybody say, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. You can be seated. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I, the Lord knows our posture. It's not just a physical posture. It is a spiritual posture. And so this morning, I am going to talk to you about what it means to align your agenda with God. If you're taking notes, I want you to write it down. You know, an agenda is something that we have a plan about, right? So maybe my agenda this week is inspire. I've been talking to Laura. Where do you need me on Monday? I'm picking up somebody at the airport on Tuesday. I'm picking up somebody else on Wednesday. Our dear brother Massimo and his crew are picking up multiple crews. I have an agenda this week. What does it mean when I do this to God? I say to God, God, I'm aligning my agenda with you. So if I'm in the airport and you have put me there on assignment... I also should be keenly aware of what's happening around me. Is there someone that needs a smile? Is there someone that needs eye contact? Is there someone that needs grace and mercy if they're a little bit grumpy? 
I'm aligning my agenda with God. And I want you to hear that this morning. What does it mean to align? To align means to put together in appropriate positions, to come together in alliance. That means like agreement, right? So I don't get to say over here, here's my agenda, God. Here's how I'm going to do things. And here's God's agenda. And somehow I hope the two cross. When I am a child of God, when I align myself with the laws of the word of God, I say to the Lord, I'm leaving all that. Whatever you've given me, you've given me courage. You've given me excellence. I want to align that with the agenda of God for my life. Now, sometimes life does not turn out the way we expected, right? Amen? Anybody ever have life not turn out the way you expected? Am I the only person? Come on. Raise your hand online. Raise the hand. Sometimes life doesn't turn out the way we expected. But here's what I want you to know. If I align my agenda with God, I will know his promise. I will understand the preparation. I will accept that there may be pain and he'll be with me in the pain. I will know that there are people in this process and there is a purpose. That's what I want you to know this morning. 1 John chapter 4 Verse 7 and 13 says this, those who are loved by God, let his love, that means allow, align. They let his love continually pour from you to one another because God is love. God is love. That means I can't listen to the world's agenda for hate and division I have to listen to God's agenda of love and mercy and grace. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge with him. He has given us his spirit within us so that we can have the assurance that he lives. He's the living proof that he lives in us and that we we're the living proof that we live in him. That's the passion translation. So maybe you're asking me, what is proof? I told you what it means to align, to come into alliance. What is an agenda? It's a plan. What is proof? Proof is evidence. Why do we need evidence? Proof is verification. Proof is confirmation. Proof is validation. Proof is a demonstration. In the court, Rocco's mom is a judge and a lawyer. She has witnesses in the courtroom that prove something that they're saying. My life should be proof and evidence that when I say Jehovah Nisi, his banner over me is love, it's true no matter what circumstance I find myself in. Amen? Your life should be evidence that the Jehovah Nisi who loves you, loves you before you were lovable. Somebody say amen. He loves us before we are lovable. You see, sometimes I think that we think, follow me, we can't really love God as much as we should because we're not like we're going to be one day. We can't love God as much as we should because we're not like we're going to be somewhere down the future. But can I remind you, God doesn't just love you the one who's down the future. He loves you how you are right now. 
He loves who I am right now. In all my weakness, in all my imperfection, in all my highs and lows and my ups and downs, my sickness and my strength, he loves me. He loves you. Somebody say amen to that. You don't have to be a future, wonderful, excellent version of yourself before God loves you. The Bible says he so loved the world that he gave. So if you don't love him back now, it's like saying, I don't believe the proof of the empty cross or the empty tomb or the peace of God that has passed understanding when we've had great sorrow. I want to be the proof that God is with us. If you're going to be like Jesus, we have to love like Jesus. Now, sometimes I know that we get a little bit nervous when it's like, I have to love that person, Pastor Jen. I can love this one okay, but that one, I can't really love that one. God says, I loved the world. Whosoever. Love, hear me. Love doesn't mean I agree with everything that one that might be hard to love is doing. Love says, I'm going to love like Jesus. Jesus said, I want you to obey me. I want you to trust me. I want you to follow after me. I want you to dive into the word. So there are things that we love like Jesus that are fully encompassed in our life. If you're going to be like Jesus, we have to love like Jesus. This morning, I'm saying to you again, align your agenda with his ways by following his word. It is so easy in this world of selfies and selfishness to say, but it is God's way because I'm a child of God and I said I want this and he said that if I pray it would come to pass and so therefore we're in alignment. God's in alignment with my thoughts. I can tell you, sometimes God's ways don't look like my ways. And if I'm going to be in alignment with his agenda, I have to be willing to say all those things I planned They become like nothing to me. You know, this morning, we're online, and we're recording this service, and it's going to be online later, and I have so many people who write me that God has done something amazing in your life during this service. And today, I'm praying that for you online. Here's what Matthew 6.33 says. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Seek his kingdom above all else. I'm asking you this morning. I can't can't manufacture it. I can't produce it. All I can say is in his presence, there's fullness of joy. In his presence, there's peace. In his presence, there's a love that when I've been rejected, when I haven't felt loved, in his presence, there is something that's powerful. So I'm asking you today at the end of this service that you would come to this altar. Find an altar where you're watching online. Do what this verse says. God, I seek you. I seek you. What is your agenda for my life? I'm not saying he's going to say you're going to have a different job. You're going to still have the same job on Monday that you have probably. Most of you will. Or maybe you're going to get a new job. And isn't that wonderful? Or maybe, I don't know. Some of you are going to get a new address at some point. But are we seeking the answers or are we seeking the kingdom of God? 
And as we align ourselves with the agenda and we understand, then we get to know the promise of God. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good. Somebody say good. They're plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. You know, in these past year and nine months or almost two years for me, I haven't done my life so that somebody would watch me. I have done my life because God is watching me. Hear me. I've done my life. I've done the day because I seek the kingdom of God. This week, someone wrote me that I haven't heard from. In fact, it was last night. I haven't heard from in a very long time. To say, we've been watching online. You're so strong in the Lord. The you're so strong part, I was like, no, no. (laughs) In the Lord, yes. Why? Because I seek his face. Because I seek his word. Because I seek his presence. There's a promise when you follow God. It's for good and not for disaster. Regardless of the devastation that you may face in your life. Regardless of the turmoil or the diagnosis that you have encountered this week. God has come, even this week, to inspire us to believe for a new promise. But it's a steadfast promise that he went to the cross for us. He came out of that tomb for us so that we would know he is a good God. Do not question God. He is good. He is faithful. Instead, say, Lord, I want to align with your agenda. I'm going to do my life. I'm going to do it the way you asked me to do. And if I don't know what to do, God, I'm going to get back on my knees. I'm going to say, God, I'm seeking the kingdom of heaven. I'm seeking the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Because there is a preparation. The Bible says in Matthew 6.33, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. You don't have everything you need? Examine yourselves. It doesn't mean that I have an abundance. I don't get to have, you know, yeah, we had fun at the Ferrari place, and Rocco learned some really cool lessons from the life of Ferrari. We learned way more cool lessons from the life of Jesus, though, don't we, Rocco? I'm not driving a Ferrari. Some of you have cool cars. I've seen them, but I'm not driving a Ferrari. I did get to drive one for my birthday, but you know what? Here's what I know. God is faithful. I have everything I need, the Bible says. We, we don't do life alone. And I love doing life in this city. I love doing life in this country. I love doing life at the International Christian Fellowship of Rome. I love doing life with the ones that I'm meeting online. Because if we align our agenda with God, we will know his purpose and his plan. I pray today that the Holy Spirit is stirring something in your heart. That maybe that thing that you've been in turmoil about, that you've been saying to God, I want you to do it this way. That today you'll say, God, I really don't care how you do it. Just do it with me. Just do it with me. Just pick me, God, and let me do it with you. Amen? Let us do it with God. 
be willing to realign with his timeline. Be willing to realign with his timeline. Yeah, I'm a little bit emotional and I'm sensitive to the Holy Spirit because our miracle is in motion. And I want you to know something. Reaching this city and reaching this country, inspire Italy, was something Pastor Rick and I came to this country to do together. So the thought of people coming from Milan, from Padova, from Naples, from the north of Rome, from outside of Rome, from the U.S., from Mexico, the thought of that, I can only imagine the rejoicing that's going on in heaven. But we had to realign with God's timeline. It doesn't matter if I get to see it. It doesn't matter if you get to see it. What matters is that, God, it's your timeline. I want to be used by you. I want to be molded by you. And I want my life to be a bright flashlight for Jesus. Amen? So I am a realist, though. Not really. I mean, I guess I'm a realist. I, but I love to proclaim faith. But I do want you to know, I understand there is pain. And so I want you to think about the fact that Jesus had pain. He came to this earth so he would experience all the humanity that we feel. Betrayal, physical pain, all that physical pain and terrible expression that he had on the cross. But here is what 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 9 and 15 through 18 says. And I want to say this to you first. Sometimes in the process of aligning our lives... The process of navigating through difficult times or uncharted territory or new beginnings or having the perseverance to trust when it's not easy, sometimes we experience pain. But God. Type it in the chat. But God. I want to hear it in the house. But God. But God. But God does it in spite of the pain. And how do I know that? Because in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned. I know that there are people here and online that you have felt this. You're struck down, but not destroyed. Father, right now, I ask you for the one online. I ask you for the one who thought their life wasn't worth living, that they would know and hear you stop this message right this minute to say, you're struck down, but not destroyed. You may be perplexed, but not in despair. For I, the Lord your God, am with you. For our light and momentary troubles. Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them. we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary. He's speaking to you right now. He's speaking to you online. Stop looking at this temporary pain as a permanent diagnosis. Stop looking at this temporary pain 
as something that's going to destroy your life. He came to give you a new life, abundant life. What is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. In Romans 12, verse 12 and 21, it says, Rejoice. We sang it this morning. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil with good. In this city, in this church, in this country, in our world, in your continent, in your school. Rocco wrote a sermon and I didn't force him or ask him to preach it to me.
Now, I also want to pray for your miracle in motion. I know that there are many people who watch online and you have walked through some difficult circumstances already this year. So, Father, right now, for that one who is saying, I need that prayer, I need to know that Jesus hears me, that God sees me, that he's working on my behalf, I pray, the Holy Spirit, that you will come into that place where they're watching right now. You will increase their faith. You will remind them that you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. You are Jehovah Shalom, the peace of God in the midst of anxiety and turmoil. Father, meet every need of your son or daughter that's watching right now. Son or daughter of the Most High God, hear the Lord say to you, I am working. Your miracle is in motion. I'm going to turn your chaos into peace. I'm going to turn your storm into victory. The Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. And he wants to heal your body, mind, and spirit. I want your faith to grow in Jesus' name. If you were here, I'd put my hands on your forehead for your thing and your shoulders for letting you know that you've got someone holding up your arms today. So Lord, I pray that today the one watching this service online would feel the presence of the Lord. They would know that they are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. We are with you and your victory is in motion. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen and amen. Now, I also want to say thank you. Thank you for the way that you partner together with your family of faith. I want you to write me. I want you to send me an email. Click on the link. Write us on Facebook or the church website, icfrome.org. And know that today is the beginning of the best week you're going to have so far. I love you and I bless you in the name of Jesus.